are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, guys, and welcome back. And how are you, my dear? Oh, I'm doing so good. Guys, we are in a totally new location today. I know we're always somewhere random, but today we are in Ashley's truck. <laughs> we're recording in a vehicle today, guys. Totally, yeah. totally. I mean, one of these days we are going to become big enough mm-hmm. to have our own podcasting station or podcasting studio. studio. We're going to have optimal audio and that is what we are manifesting. Yeah. But for now, these are like started from the bottom. Now we're here days and yeah, we're in a truck just doing our do. Yep. So we're going to pause. It's also minus 30 out. So between episodes, no we're just going to turn the truck on, warm up and just sitting here in her sports bra, guys. So she is like little Miss hot body. So I'm not worried about her. It's me. that I'm worried about. I'm literally not worried, but yeah. So welcome. We're here guys. And we are going to dive in. We just finished our manifesting course. Um, yes. The art of mastering manifesting. We had 13 incredible humans and we're going to share what that was all about. We have another one coming up in September, guys. So if you hear this podcast and you hear all the things that we're talking about and you go, oh my flip, we need to do that. Dive in because honestly, guys, it's already filling up, girl. I can't I even believe that we already have three people already signed up. So if that's something that calls to your soul, please shoot us a message. We'll get you on the list. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Totally. All right, girl. So this course this weekend, one of the coolest things I thought about this course um, and the way that everything kind of came together for this particular weekend was we wanted to bring in those unique personalization elements for mastering manifestation, that the way that you manifest is different than the way that somebody else manifests. And the unique part of this course was pulling in on human design, astrology, teaching people how to step into who they were born to be so that they can essentially manifest what their soul is calling for them. Um, And I just thought that was so incredible how we were able to pull those elements. And it seemed like that really spoke to people. Absolutely. Because when we talk about manifesting, one of the very first components of being successful with that is you need to know who you are. You need to know what lights your soul up. You need to know what depletes your soul, right? Because so many of us are just randomly or unconsciously manifesting. And we end up with these wishy-washy results of like some things are good and some things are bad and some things are mediocre and whatever. And when you know who you are and you know what your soul needs and wants, you can release things that don't serve you and create the space for the things that you have consciously decided to pull in towards you. And I think that's 
something that for men, both Ange and I, we didn't have that piece for so long. Um, but when we did, it opened up a whole other level of understanding when it comes to creating the life that you want or manifesting the things that you want. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think another cool thing that we did was bringing up the vibration of the group. What we really noticed on day one, everybody like kind of came in a little bit nervous, a little bit like, oh, I don't know where I am or what I'm doing, but I, my soul, I think, needs to be here. And that first day was very like low vibe, just very chill. We did the meditation. And what I really found, even at the end of the day, everybody was feeling a little bit like, oh, a lot to process here. Because yeah. you are you have to take a look at the shit. We've done this in a previous episode where we're, you're taking inventory on where are you right now? Are you in a shitty relationship, shitty job? All of those sorts of things. You're really having to face that. We found that at the end of that first day, everybody was kind of at that place of, okay, now I have to process that. But when we came back to the second day and we brought everybody's vibration up, we brought everybody back to that joyful place, that bliss place, then they were ready to really go into the process and the steps of manifesting. And it was just really cool to see how the group from day one into day two was able to take that low vibration state from the first day and really elevate that. So that was cool to see. Absolutely. And one of the biggest reasons that we ended up putting this as a kind of a two day course, three hours each day versus lumping it all into one day. You really need that first day kind of get to know everybody process your crap. And then the next day, that elevated state, that high vibration. And there's something about when everybody shares at the very beginning, I saw this with our group, everybody kind of shared why they were there and what they were grateful for. And by the second day, everybody had gone home, they had processed, they had read some of their charts, they had read some of their human design stuff. And they came back. And it was like they were coming back to a group that they knew. Mm-hmm. And so that vulnerability, that openness was supercharged where it's like, I am here to elevate. I am here to take charge of my life and flipping that into the positive and that high vibe, that high energy place. I really saw that on the second day because everybody had bonded a little bit. There was a, there was a sharing of the shit. Yes. And when we share our shit, right? All of a sudden there's a connection there. Mm -hmm. You are safe enough to share that with me. I can create space for you. I can hold space for you and I can support you even though I've just met you, literally met you yesterday. There's this bond that gets created that I think on the second day is, it's powerful and it's underlying, but it gives people that openness on the second day to just really step into why they're here and what they want to manifest and draw on the energy of the people around them who are cheering them on. Mm -hmm. They want that for them. Right. And I saw that with the second day was so powerful. Just that like those little tidbits of like, if you want to do this, oh, well, this is what you need to do. And it wasn't just you and I talking at the group. There was so much group input of, Mm -hmm. well, I can relate to that. Or I've had a situation where I did that. And this is how it worked out. And really seeing the group kind of bind Mm -hmm. in that sense. Totally. And I think even coming out on the other side of COVID and we're like, I know we're still in it, but we're really seeing this this shift, mm-hmm. this 
kind of everybody we're sick of it we're done with it we're kind of ready to put that in the past and move forward and then just saw such an uprising in the group of just like okay ready to stop talking about covid stop living in the past stop living in the shit and really just elevate my life and i thought that was really powerful which kind of segues into what we need to talk about mm-hmm. which is where your booty was <laughs> last week that was fucking epic oh my god Guys, okay, so jump if, us out. And I mean, yeah. we might have American and Australian listeners, so you might yes. need to bring everybody up to speed. Oh, no, they know. Oh, they, they know. know. There are. This is happening in no, not. No, this. Oh, there okay. are convoys happening in other countries now. Ooh. This is a worldwide movement. This Fucking is not Canada. Right. This okay. is not just Canada and the U.S. This is happening in. Finland. This is I there's a list. I don't have it with me, but there's a list of other countries who've created a truck convoy as a movement that has started obviously in Canada, but it's 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 blowing up. And so guys, last week, last Thursday, I it was actually I think on Monday. I just it hit me. I need to go to Toronto where the next kind of uh, the meeting of the convoy was happening. So there are, there were three, one from BC coming across Canada and people jumping on the convoy as they come through, one from out east and one up from Sarnia. And so we were, there was three of us, a friend of mine, two other friends of mine um, who traveled to Toronto. We went to the Bass Pro Shop and guys, oh my Atlanta, there was thousands thousands of people who were there in support and the energy in that place I can't even quite describe it the best word that I could use if I could only use one was hope Mm. there was this sense of camaraderie and I don't want to say it's just Canadian because I know this is happening all over the world right now but there was this unity there was this hope there was this passion for humanity it was, and it was truly, there were people hugging and passing out food. And I, there was somebody who showed up and he had, honestly, he had a tray of probably like 20 coffees and he showed up and I was like, oh man, whoever's selling coffee today is like brilliant. It's freezing cold. And you know, you could charge 10 bucks for Tim Horton's coffee. So he came over, I get out my money. I'm like, how much is it? He goes, it's free. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to give you money. He's like, no, just take one. And I was just like, whoa, you just went and you just bought a whole bunch of coffees and you're just passing them out. And there was a girl who walked past. She was um, seeing our signs. She saw our shirts or whatever. And she just said, I want to hug you guys. And the guy that I was with, he said, so what's stopping you? And she literally just like leapt into his arms. And it wasn't like, a, I want to be with you. I love you. It was just like, a, thank you. Thank you for showing up with your soul. And just like she hugged all three of us. And she was emotional. Her She had brought her son or daughter I don't remember and I was just like wow like the power behind that she was in tears because she probably hasn't hugged somebody in so long and just the power behind that human connection and there was at one point I'm not even kidding we were on the overpass it was packed and there's Canadian flags everywhere. There's everybody all along the grass on both sides. As you go around the, like the loop from the overpass, it's littered with cars. Like people just stopped and getting out. And as, as we're standing there, just the power of 
that moment or those moments. At one point, the bridge was actually moving. There were so oh many God. people on it. And Holly's standing beside me and she's like, girl, I'm getting motion sickness. Like, she's like, is the bridge fucking moving? I'm like, ah, uh, yes, it is. I'm like, uh. oh, she's like, I don't want to die here. I'm like, what? But it was just the, the momentum of even just the physical point of that. I was like, wow, this is literally movement. Mm-hmm. And as we're standing there, and everybody's got their signs and they're cheering and everybody's loving on each other. There was so much peace around it. There was not a moment of like, this could turn into a riot or, oh my gosh, this isn't safe for my kids to be at or anything like that. There was families there. There were young kids and there were, it was just this place of, I'm ready for our world. I'm ready for our Canada to get back to being a place where we love each other, a place where we don't have to cover up who we are. Yes. And the power behind that was just like, I'm still on a high from that day of just, again, it comes back to that hope. There's so much hope that our world can be full of the good things that it once was. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really powerful. And as we were standing up there with all these flags and everybody cheering and hooting, there were um, like, we're on the, not the 401, but we're on this major highway Mm -hmm. and the honking and the cheering and people with their hands out the window going like, yeah, right? (laughs) These are all people who are on their way to work. And these were all people who were just like, couldn't be there, but were there. And I'm just like, wow, the percentage of people who support our truckers going to Ottawa to change and reverse the mandates to tell our government enough is he fucking enough. This isn't working. We're done. We want our freedom. We want our rights. We want to be human and we want all the things that are God given in that right. And the amount of support just from the people driving past, I was just like, The percentage of people who want freedom, who want to live in a place where we get to choose what we do with our bodies is enormous. It is not, it's not what we're being led to believe. The narrative of everybody wants these policies in place and everybody wants to feel safe and everybody, I'm like, no, we want, we want to feel safe. Yes. And that safety comes in being able to hug our neighbors and choose what we do with our bodies to be sovereign over our own body and make that choice. It was just like, it really dawned on me that the majority actually wants freedom. Mm -hmm. For many of us, I think for a very long time, we thought we were the minority. Yes. The truckers have opened up everybody's eyeballs to realize I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Right. And what, and it's not about being pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. It's not about um, your double vax or your triple vax or your quad vax or your unvax. This has nothing to do with your vaccine status. Literally nothing. Yes. It has everything to do with your right to choose what you do with your body and not having the consequence of what that is based on that choice. Mm -hmm. And I think regardless of that vaccine status, people recognize that. And that was so blatantly obvious on Thursday where I was just like, wow, the majority, like we, we tried to even like percentage it, right? There was, I said to the, the crew that I went with two other people, I said, when I think about, obviously, the people on the bridge and the people who are the overpass and beside us, um, obviously, we have a very, like, clear understanding of where we 
what we believe. We're here to support the convoy, the truckers going to Ottawa. And, but I didn't realize how many people, as they're driving past, as they're cheering, as they're like taking pictures and snapping videos. And I was just like, man, that is the common underlying piece here. This is, we aren't alone in this. Mm -hmm. And we needed a huge group of people to make a stand, to take a stand. And now we have that. And this worldwide, amazing showing upness of humans um, is just, it's wild. It is wild. But going back, sorry, to percentage it, we were like, okay, what percentage of people just driving past us were honking? And what percentage did nothing? And what percentage gave us the finger? And there were, there were a few for sure. But I said, I'll bet you probably 70 to 75% of people were honking and cheering and like making an overt, like conscious, I'm going to go out of my way to let you know I support this. Mm -hmm. There was probably 20% that just drove past. I'm like, okay, maybe you're unsure or you, you don't feel anything towards this, or you don't like it. Okay. And there was maybe five to 10%, not, like, honestly, not even who were giving us the finger or like, there was one person who like took their finger and they were going back and forth over their cereal. And we were like, uh, 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 this is bad. Right. Um, <laughs> like naughty grandma, like, uh, you're a naughty girl. Um, <laughs> it was just cute. I, that didn't bother me. I thought it was funny. Yeah. But I yeah. just like, if 70% of people yeah. are in support and those are just the people driving by, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, the impact that this can have on our planet is enormous. And I'm just, I'm so fucking excited to be Canadian right now. We're just human. I'm just so excited to be a part of something that is going to change our world and can change our world. I think there is, there is some uncertainty in so the truckers god bless their souls shout out to all you truckers we love you thank you thank you thank you they are going to ottawa and they are not leaving until the mandates are dropped or our prime minister resigns amazing can you like the gumption of that that you're leaving your family you're leaving your job you're leaving all of your stuff to go for an undetermined amount of time and you're just, you're just doing that. I just think of the like power in their souls to just join that. And one of the guys who came with us, his name's Chris. He's a mechanic. He's, he understands truckers. He said to me, most of those truckers are private truckers. I'm like, well, I don't know what that even means. He's like, they're not commercial. They're not traveling across the border. He's like, most of the trucks in that lineup are not commercial vehicles. They don't have to travel across the border. This doesn't impact them. But they're stake- they are taking a stand anyways. Yes, and they're Amazing. going anyways. And I think like, wow. And there's been so many things that have joined this movement. In um, Finland, I saw a picture. There's a guy who has his bike. He's like, I don't have a truck, but I'm taking my bike. He's like, I'm joining the convoy in my bike. I I just saw there's huge tractors that just joined the convoy. And they're like, so it's not even just like, it's only the truckers. Is this the biggest convoy in history? Yes. Oh my God. So I, it it is. They have made the Guinness World Book of Records. Um, 
but I received a photo and I'm just like, oh my God, this was, I saw it on that Thursday. So it said update 6 p.m. Eastern. The front of the convoy has just entered Ontario. So picture the front of the convoy. Yes. Okay. At the same time, the last stretch of the convoy has entered Manitoba. Oh, wow. That stretches. Is that one province or two? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Is Manitoba beside Ontario or is no? No, no. Saskatchewan's in between. There is Quebec on the one side of us. No, but it would be on the other side. Yeah, on the other side. So then Um, it would be... I'm going to pull up a Canada map here for us, guys. <laughs> this is not our jam. We know this. Um, okay. So there is Ontario and beside us is, Man- okay, beside us is Manitoba. So as it's entering Ontario. I wonder how many kilometers that is. At that point, it was 70. Wow. 70 kilometers. That of is trucks, crazy. Right? And oh that was, they hadn't even picked everybody up yet. Yeah. So just Amazing. unbelievably wild, oh. the, the movement behind this. And so... I love it. Yeah. I love it. But the thing that I want everybody to recognize and notice and think about in their own life, this is not the truckers. This yes. is not the truckers just doing a thing for all of our freedoms. We, if you think about it, and I don't want you to think about it as a war, but if it was, right, everybody at home, everybody who doesn't go to war has a part to play, right? Mm, Interesting. And so our truckers are on the front lines. They are fighting for our freedoms and they are the front runners. They are doing the hard work, right? Same as like the soldiers. Soldiers go in and they are, they're staking a lot for the people who are left behind, right? So the truckers aren't fighting for their rights and freedoms. They are fighting for all of our rights and freedoms. And so there is a job for each of us to do in support of that. And that means looking at what are the things in your life that you are or are not doing, right? And so I vowed, and it's it's hard, it's shown up already. I will not ever put a mask on my face again. And so if you come to Soul Purpose Reiki, guys, you can wear a mask, but I won't be wearing one. And if that means you have to walk off my doorstep because you need me to wear a mask, I can't. My soul can't show up in that capacity right I took my kid to speech the other day it's in a hospital I'm like I can't do it I gotta just like right and so thinking about what are the things that you are or are not doing that will support in getting our world back to a place where it's free and so I can't comply in that matter at all anymore I can't my soul can't do it right and so thinking about are you a business that has been locked down and shut down open up. Don't be afraid anymore because the things are the things that we have been pushed down and shoved aside for haven't served us. They have, right? They, they aren't serving us. And if we want to see change, it doesn't land on the truckers. It lands on all of us. And so thinking about what are you going to start doing that turns this world back into the country, the province, the town, and the world that we actually want to live in. Mm-hmm. Now for the person listening that's like, but I'm afraid, Ashley, what if this happens? What would you tell them? The nice me or the mean me? No, I would say, is it worth your freedom? And I I get it. It's hard. It's scary. And so at what cost, right? At what cost? And so 
doing what you know to be right, even when it's fucking hard and even when it's scary, that's that's what we show up for. That's that's what living in alignment and living our best life is all about. And I understand it's not going to be easy. And I'm not saying you need to do everything or you need, but starting to figure out what for you is that thing. And I would love to say, because guys, it's going to show up. It's going to rub up against you in ways that are like, oh my gosh. And I'm not at a place yet where I'm ready to pull my kids because they because I don't want them masked. And there are people who have done that. And I think, fuck, amazing. Good for you. But I also know my kids, even I've asked them, do you want to wear a mask in school? And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Right. And so I don't want to put my soul, what my soul needs on them. They don't need to be the kid who is the only one not wearing a mask. That's me pushing that on them. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to use my kid as pawns for what I know and need to be true. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, so what, not- I was going to say, so what I'm hearing you say is really you're just fighting for choice, for freedom and allowing even with the children, allowing them to make that choice and absolutely not what your choice would be. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Being and that's again, even with clients, if you want to wear a mask and that's your choice, amazing honor that do what your soul needs right but starting to think about I wouldn't choose this okay so sometimes we have to make the hard choice to stand in our power and knowing that we can do hard things we can do scary things would be my answer to that yeah it's going to be uncomfortable if you've never worn a mask in Walmart or if you've worn a mask in Walmart every day up until today Mm-hmm. And I think everybody knows what is right for you. We're not saying yes. you have to not wear a mask, but if no. that feels right for you to make that choice, we're just inviting you to do that. Live yes. life on your own terms. Yes. I feel like so much of all of this is we are listening to like one group of people mm-hmm. trying to tell everybody in the country or everybody in multiple countries, this is the right way. And what I'm hearing you say is, you know what? We've been trying this. We've been doing this. This like enough is enough. We have been like essentially pushed down so far with all of the restrictions and all of the mandates. We're no longer going to just bow down and tolerate it. Because it doesn't feel right for my soul. Mm -hmm. Even the one girl said in our manifesting course, guys, she said it so clearly. And she said it with such conviction that I was just like, yes. She's like, I, her grateful was, I'm so grateful to see your fucking faces. Like she was right. She was just like seeing people, your Your smiles. Yes. Yes. Right. And so it was like her soul was calling for that. Right. And so, so many basic human need to see that right it is and to gather with the people we love those are basic human needs it's how we thrive Mm -hmm. right and so starting to and that's exactly it it comes down to being pro-choice doing and choosing what feels right in your own soul and not expecting everybody else to have that same choice Mm -hmm. Right. It's really about unity and not judging other people based on what is right for their soul, but really just having that unity to say, I don't judge you. You are over there making your choices. And we just want that to be universal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And being sovereign over your own body means you get to choose what goes into it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And I think that is kind of the biggest piece to all of this is that being pro-choice 
Nobody has ever in any of the protests that I've been to in any of the rallies for this thing on Thursday, not one person asked if I was vaccinated. Not one person. There was a guy there. He went to like pass me something. Um, He was eating something. He's like, do you want some? And I was like, thank you. And there was no like, I'm like, I just met you. And you just want to like share. And there was no like, it was just normal. Right. Mm -hmm. And I get that there's a lot of people like, ew, that's gross. But to me, it's not. I would share my drink with Andrew. I would share my food with anybody. But it was just like, wow, we haven't been in this place in so long. Mm-hmm. where it's just normal to not be afraid of somebody else, their germs, their body, their, right? And I just thought, wow, nobody here cares if you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. Nobody cares if you wear a mask or you don't wear a mask. Nobody cares. And so let's just live and love each other. Was mm-hmm. that like overarching energy? And I just, the the truckers, they are, yes, they are on the front lines, Um But they are anything that I have ever read and anybody that I've talked to, any of the truckers that I've spoken with, everything is about, this is about peace. We are not going to raise hell. We are not going to have a riot. We are not going down to burn the parliament hill. We are not here for that. Everything is about, this is a peaceful protest. This is a demonstration. This is, it is not about a fight. This is not about an altercation. And there are going to be individuals, probably, who do try to instigate that. And depending on where you go and what you hear and read, there is a possibility that that is set there on purpose from the other side to turn this into what looks like um, something to be afraid of. And these truckers are awful and they're here to create chaos. And I'm telling you guys, that's not at all the case. Mm-hmm. They come in peace and they're not looking to stir anything up. They don't even, even at this rally, we were walking past at the end, and I just said, look at that pile right there. There was not a single piece of garbage on the road. There was not a single Tim Hortons cup left lying around. Everything was compiled into recycling, all organized and set up for pickup. And I was just like, this is the Canadian way, Mm -hmm. right? I was just like, Wow, we're not even, so there's no litter. There's no, there's nothing that was trashed and there was no. Pure peace, really, pure peace. Yeah, it was just, it it was really powerful. It was really beautiful. And I'm excited to see where this all goes because I feel, guys, this is our earth awakening. This is our world stepping into the power that she's meant to be in. And it's been our truckers who started it all I love it and I love that you just knew that you needed to be there like yeah. that is going to be probably a story a memory that you never fucking forget ever ever honestly guys it was I just woke up it was Monday and I I just I'm going yes and there was two people who decided to join me but I was going by myself mm-hmm. essentially until they were like yeah I would love to do that I'm like cool but if they hadn't come it wasn't like oh well I need to go and do this thing it was just a calling to my soul and amazing I had to go do it so yeah I love it girl I love it girl but yeah mm-hmm. I was gonna I was gonna say um we should really transition into looking back on January you said January was like a dabbling month for you mm-hmm. right uh, yeah this is the first week of February yeah. So I think we should segue into yeah, a little wrap up of January and what worked, what didn't work, what we're going to do going into February and um, 
talk about that. So remember how I told you I might do some crazy things this this yes. yeah yeah. So. <laughs> All right, guys, and you might already know about this thing. So. But it was new to me. So I'm learning about magic and learning about rituals and all of those things. And so this thing that I have um, been learning about is womb wisdom. So it is all about tapping into your womb and connecting with your wisdom. And so the thing that I learned about was doing, um, it is called uh, Red Tent or blood cave ritual when you have your period. So pause for one second. I just want to clarify something. This is not about you going back into the womb as like a baby. No, this is about you, your womb as a woman, as a woman, woman, tapping into the wisdom of that. So this ritual I did was for my, for my menstrual cycle. So my menstrual cycle was happening I also did a moon ceremony. That was fun too. But anyways, (laughs) this um, this red tent thing. So I'm learning about it. I'm like, okay, this is cool. So what they used to do is they used to, all the girls and women would all have their periods at the same time. They would put them in a red tent or a blood cave and they would all menstruate together and they would sing and they would dance and they'd all bleed onto the straw together. And the old women would be teaching the, the new woman or the younger women all about the wisdom. And what would happen is they would bleed. And because you can tap into source wisdom and like how higher powers, Mm -hmm. the best and channel that the best Mm -hmm. during your menstrual cycle, men would come into this cave or this cave or tent and come to them with their problems. Be like, I have this issue. I have this struggle that I'm going through. Can you use your feminine womb wisdom to essentially tell me what I should do in this situation? Isn't that crazy? And then they would all bleed and then they would take the straw and then they would burn it and they would release it and let that all go at the end of it all their like bloody straw and this just used to be what they used to do isn't that crazy oh my god i know i know blew my mind so i was like okay i'm going to do my first red tent or (laughs) so i did this last um this last saturday and i have had this like um i had a big conversation coming up in terms of the custody for my kids that was going to be happening in a couple of days just a couple of things that we had to sort through Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i have to make these pros and cons lists about the future I was like, okay, I'm going to tap into my womb wisdom and do my like red blood or my, my ceremony in the bath. So I had the music and the incense and the like specific meditation from the ritual and then was like bleeding in the tub. And I cannot even describe to you. I've never as a woman, I'm like almost 34 years old. I have never on my period spent like two hours just completely tapping into the messages that are coming in. There was crying. There was like, like excitement. There was so many things that were coming in and out. And I'm like, I can't believe I've never really just sat with my womb because I'm just use that to tap into intuition and wisdom. And it was fucking crazy and so that was my like first time doing it and that's one of those rituals that I'm calling in to do each month and see what comes in from a wisdom perspective but it was fucking so clear once I got clear it was like the clear messages came in it was like bam bam boom I cried came out and then I just fucking journaled like crazy all the messages all the pros and cons it was like okay all the downloads and it was amazing I cannot even I know Wow! Right? Holy 
fucking shit. That's amazing. I can't wait. I'm. I when's, can't, your, when's your period? I was going to say, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I can't wait for my period. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I got all the stuff. Up. It's yeah. coming up. Oh, Just my God. do <gasps> it. And so, oh. yeah. So were you I sitting? Just, were you standing? I was in the bathtub. Yeah. So I went into the bathtub and I had water at the beginning and then I let all the water come down and incense and oils. And then when you're done, you give yourself an entire massage, feeling every inch of your body <sighs> with like coconut oil being rubbed on every single inch and like so much of the meditation and music music that you're using throughout it is just really um just being in your body like embodying yourself completely stepping into your feminine completely loving the fact that you're bleeding Mm -hmm. loving the fact that like it's like a cycle of life and the way that they um the way that they essentially look at it when you're looking at the menstrual cycle is that your menstrual cycle is kind of like winter. And then the cycles that follow it are like all of the rest of the seasons. So like after your period, you go into your follicular phase, which is like springtime. Then you have ovulation. And then on the other side, you go into the luteal phase. So those sync up with the seasons. That's why we kind of feel a little bit different depending on the week. So it's like you go through spring summer, um, fall, and then winter is supposed to be your hibernation. So when you're menstruating, you're supposed to go into the cave. You're supposed to have the naps. You're supposed to like just essentially hibernate. And it's obviously not realistic to do that for multiple days. It's turning inward. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's totally turning in. And I was like, ah, I invite people to do this and invite women. Like you can tell your partners, you can tell your kids. Like I literally told my kids, I am going to do my red tent ceremony in the bathtub for three hours. I just don't like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure out your life over there. Well, one of my kids was napping, but, um, while I was going to do that and you can tell them that that's essentially what you need, what your body needs to like, just step into it. Cause think about how many people are like, Oh, I'm on my period, right? Versus like, I am on my period and I get to tap into source and get all the wisdom and all the downloads and all this stuff. And I'm just going to completely love my ble- my bleeding. And wow. isn't that crazy? And like, I just didn't, guys, like she didn't even tell me this. She's like, I have something crazy to tell the podcast. I'm like, just tell me now. She's like, no, it's going to blow your mind. It's kind of crazy. Because we were talking about like just things we're going to do this year. And this yeah. was like one of my magic things. And I plan on just pulling in more rituals and more like love with it girl amazing yeah okay you tell me what's up for for january yeah so you've been doing the meditation you've been working on your crow pose you've been i don't know you've been doing a whole bunch of fucking shit (laughs) so much stuff oh my god guys so i would say the life-changing absolutely blow my fucking skull apart stuff that i've been doing is the morning meditation so at f- Joe Dispenza. Joe Dispenza. So yes. I did, I've told you guys a little bit about, I did like a 12 day course from a girl that I know. She's in Cleveland. She runs this thing. She's the facilitator, but it's Joe Dispenza who does the meditation. Anyway, so I did the 12 day thing and it was at 6 a.m. And so on the last day, she's like, so guys, I do this every day, Monday to Friday at five. If you like, cool, if you want to join, don't feel like you have to. So I dove in on that. I am up every day at 5 a.m. to go out and do my meditation. And it's like an hour. Mm-hmm. And it has honestly has changed my freaking life. <laughs> and it's been like a few weeks, guys. That's so quick. Oh, my God. Like, girl. it is just, 
Can you believe that you're the girl that wakes up at five now? No. And I remember last year, guys, I've told you. This, I may like, get there. I may get there, but like probably not going to get there. It's and I was like, okay, I want to be the girl who gets up at six and like work out. And you're like, hey, you got to like bump your schedule back 15 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'll try. And I, I tried it. I tried it. I resisted. I tried. And I was like, then this thing showed up. And I also wanted to be somebody who meditated every day. I'm like, okay, I'll just meditate 10 minutes every day. I'm like, I couldn't stick to a thing. Now it's like literally pushed me into being the girl who meditates at 5 a.m. for an hour. And then I just, after that, I do my yoga. So it gives me, I'm not quite ready after being in that space to move right into my workout. Mm -hmm. But it, then I move my body just in like this easy yoga flow, mm -hmm. just stretching and releasing and kind of just honoring that whatever came up in that meditation, right? Sometimes mm -hmm. it's tearful and sometimes it's like exuberant and joyful and everyone is different. It blows my mind. And I think that transition, making that so easy, I do my yoga and then before the kids are up or sometimes they are getting up, I move into my workout. And so I am showered and ready to go for the day, doing all the things that light up my soul before I even take the kids to school. And my days have completely opened up in this space of just bliss, where everything is just unfolding so beautifully because I started my day in a way that ignites my soul and calms my soul and like excites my soul. And I've done all these things that are so good for my soul in a very natural, easy way, but it's completely shifted and overflowed into every area of my life. Mm -hmm. Don't you think you have such an abundance of time? I literally get to the end of the day and I'm like, what I have accomplished in 24 hours is really impressive because <laughs> all of the things it literally sometimes feels like four days have happened in one day based on what has happened and what I've been able to accomplish for me I've been doing the meditation on the um on the end of the day but morning is still sometimes yoga sometimes lifting just honoring what that's going to look like but I feel like there's yeah, I just feel like I have all of this time and it's so abundant and I'm like so not stressed. But I think one of the key parts of it is total presence in that moment. Yes. All of the time. Absolutely. Total presence and absolute release and trust. Like yes. I feel like my days are in flow. Like I honestly Absolutely. just want to walk around with my fucking arms spread wide totally. out. Totally. I just like, sorry. I do. I'm just like, I, <sighs> I move my body and just like, I feel like a bird or an angel or something where I'm just like, I just have to like exactly. dance through my life because it feels so fluid. It feels so amazing. Yeah, I feel like we're both finally like in flow, in alignment. Yeah, there's shit that shows up. But like, I do think we're both on a path right now, totally in flow, totally in alignment. And I, I think so it. much of that is the way that we are choosing to spend our days has really helped elevate us to where we are right now. A hundred percent. And an example of that. So guys, bad things, it's not that bad things don't happen to us. Oh yeah. It's we... the reframing. So I think of, so for this course, Angie's like, yep, I can print all this stuff. No probs. I'm like, okay, cool. So send her all the stuff. There's pages and pages and pages. There's 13 packages you need to print, right? You couldn't find your freaking cord. Well, I'm down. My cord is the same cord as what it is for my podcasting <laughs> cord. But I already had my podcasting stuff packed and I was like, I forgot that it was the same cord for the printer. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck. I just moved. All right. Well, 
You went to the library. Yeah, I was like, well, I could spend all day being frustrated trying to find this corridor. I could just be like, it's okay. The library prints shit. We can just like figure it out. And then I had a lovely day. I talked to the lady at the library like probably 15 times. I was like, (laughs) Megan, okay, okay, yeah. Megan, can you do this? Megan, can you do that? Like, because you could, I couldn't you couldn't say how many copies you wanted was one of the issues. So I would order it and I would have to call her and like confirm the amount of copies and then like let her know kind of all of, all of the things. And I was like, Oh, we're just embracing it. And then when me and you were talking, I was like, Oh yeah, by the way, I like couldn't actually print anything today. Um, but we got it all sorted out and like figured out. But when those things happen, that could have either been like, how am I going to handle this? What am I going to do? Super duper stressful. And it just totally wasn't even finding the folders. I don't if I told you but I had to go to like five different places because oh first I went to shoppers then I was like but I already had to go to shoppers so I'm like oh I'll just check for folders yeah. nope didn't have them giant tagger nope didn't have them like I'm like okay dolly store totally gonna have them I was like okay they do have them good that's fantastic then another girl signs up so we're short a folder and I'm like fuck okay okay I guess we're gonna be short a folder but all of those things are happening and I felt so in flow mm-hmm. and not stressed and I still had like a million meal plans and a million training plans that I had to do yesterday and I was like the old me would have been so stressed and anxious and like oh I just need to find folders and I'm not driving like either so I'm like walking to all of these places like it wasn't like a, um, a quick little stop wasn't... here a quick little pop in here exactly you have to like, like drive you're hoofing it to exactly spot. and it's like minus 20 as well and I'm like this is great I'm actually so I was actually quite warm but um and I'm just embracing all of the adventure of all of that in a like flow state of like this is exactly what it's supposed to be everything's gonna be like Hey, okay and all of those things like yeah shit happens but it's yeah. the way in which we respond to the shit 100%. and like I don't know I think it's like emotions show up but you either like sit in the emotion and you let it percolate and you let it become this thing that's magnified or you're like okay cool we're gonna have to go like figure out what the new route is but totally. and that yeah yeah and that very thing happened. So right on the, the day before Ange literally just said, I want to have everything printed by three. I'm going to like have everything organized. And I, the library closes in my <laughs> Right. No, and it makes sense. No. Exactly. And um, we had another girl who was doing the human design element. And I got a message from a girl who originally signed up, but it was totally my blunder. And I was just like, I went into that panic mode of just like, oh, and I was like, just breathe and it's going to be whatever it's going to be. And I was just in this, I honestly, I went to that place of like, I let her down and she's going to be mad. And I was like, no girl, just like breathe. And if she's meant to be here, she will be here. All the pieces will flow into place. And if she's not, then she can sign up for the September one and everything will work out. And of course she was here because it all just like worked out. But I was just like, huh, I could have operated, I could have stayed in that panic state, mm-hmm. right? And just breathing through that and going, no, you get to choose how you respond to this right now. And the universe, she's doing things for you, not at you. So mm-hmm. just honor what is and it'll all work into place. So I thought that was just like, just know that when you're listening to to us talk, little things do show up. Big challenges in our world show up. And it's what we do with that challenge it's the way that we reframe it or the way we think about it or the way we respond to it that actually 
is what creates and stays in that flow place versus mm-hmm. kind of tossing it all to the wind and being like, well, my day is screwed. Right. Totally. So, totally. Yeah. Or making it to be like, you know what, when I couldn't find the printer cord, you can, you, I could have stayed in that plate of like, oh, you fucking lost the cord again, girl. Like you're always losing shit. You're never remembering where you put it. Like we can go to that place yeah. where we're telling ourselves all these like negative, yeah. negative things. Or you can be like, okay, either figure out a solution or just be like okay I don't need to talk to myself in such a negative way when as a human I do human things Mm -hmm. human things are forgetting where you put something Uh or like that is just a human thing versus feeling like oh I'm less than or I'm not worthy right going to that place of like oh your whole life is a disaster exactly like Get yourself cleaned up. You can't even find your freaking cord. Like, this is what you do for a living. How do you not, right? Like, you exactly. could have went to that. Or, like, why did you start, why did you decide to look for the cord the day before the course, girl? You should have looked for the cord, like, four days ago, right? Yeah. You can go to that place. Or you can just be like, no, nope, I'm just going to honor what is, move forward, stay in flow, stay in alignment. It's going to be what it's going to be. And I think so much of that is just learning to have the skills to just trust, mm-hmm. but also figure it out. Yes. Figure it out. We have the ability within all of us. We have the resourcefulness. Mm -hmm. We can figure things out. We don't need to like have, um, yeah, we don't have to be in a position where we have to have everything figured out. We just have to trust that everything is figure outable. Yes. And then essentially figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, baby, we should wrap this cat up. I love it. (laughs) We talked about the manifesting course. We talked about the trucker convoy. We talked about your moon blood tent. (laughs) And now we're rounding it back up, guys, on fucking how to be awesome. (laughs) I know. I know. I mean, amazing. Amazing. What a beautiful episode. We will catch you guys next time. And uh, that's it for this week. Welcome to February, guys. (laughs) Ciao. Ciao.